Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. So get in the Word of God, talk about it, and today we want to give a special time to pray for it. I want to ask you, with all the trials, concerns, worries in your life personally, in your family, in your church, in our world, have you stopped to pray for it? It's so easy not to. I confess in my life, sometimes prayer is the first thing to slip away when I think I get busy or whatever. But really, sometimes I'm convicted that it's a sign that I'm trusting in myself rather than trusting in the Lord. And prayer, to me, is one of the great marks of humility. As we are people of prayer, we're acknowledging without God, it can't happen. It can't work. And indeed, prayer, uh, I've, I've often said this before. I don't understand exactly how prayer works. I only know God has commanded us to do it. There was a time I was really struggling in my life. How does it work? Is God going to act whether I pray or not? Is is How important are my prayers? How does it all work? Is God going to accomplish his will and the sovereignty of God no matter what I do? And I was in a prayer meeting, and I, some woman I don't even know, and she prayed, and she said, God, I don't understand how prayer works. I only know you command us to do it. My friends, that made, a, that made a big difference for me. I hope it can for you too. We want to be people of prayer. Let's look at a couple of verses here before we pray, spend some time in prayer today. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, Paul is writing to Timothy, and he says, I'm writing these things to you, hoping to come to you soon, I hope to come to you before long, but in case I'm delayed, I write so you may know how one ought to conduct himself in the household of God which is the church of the living God, which is the pillar and support of the truth. A couple of comments I want to make here. Number one, how ought we to conduct ourselves in the church of God, the, the household of God? We'll see here in just a moment. But I want to also speak to people that I know more and more people these days, they just don't go to church anymore. And it's very easy in our consumer culture Something happens in your church, you don't like it, you just don't go anymore. It's kind of like we treat our church kind of like a restaurant. They didn't give us good servants, I'm not going back there anymore. They didn't. We didn't like what we got, I'm not going back there anymore. But the church isn't a restaurant, it's not a store, and we're not consumers. We're to be servants of God participating in the church. We're members of his body. You're part of the body of Christ. The body needs you, even with all its imperfections and problems and needs, and even if you've been hurt by your church, still the church needs you. And dare I say, you need the church, because if you're part of the body and you're disconnected from the body of Christ, you're not going to function the way God wants you to. And so I know we live in a time where it's easy. My goodness, I've been hurt by my church I bet you've been hurt by your church. You can't be in a group of people that you're close with and you love and you're open to and vulnerable without experiencing some sort of pain because they're human and you are too. And so I want to encourage you today, if you've maybe given up on your church or given up on church in general, or even if you're seeing this live stream as a replacement for fellowship and involvement in a body, I want to encourage you. Use what I what I think we do here is important. We get in the Word of God; it is important, but don't let it be a replacement for your fellowship and involvement in a church. We need that. That's the household of the living God. That's what we want to do. And so, what do you do in a church? Well, 
he tells us how to conduct ourselves, and he says in chapter 2, verse 1, first of all then, this is not second, third, or fourth priority, first of all then, that's important, I urge that entreaties and prayers, petitions and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men, for kings and all who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there's one God and one mediator also between God and man. It is the man, Christ Jesus. I hope your church prays. It's one thing I think our churches probably all need to learn to do more, and we all as individuals need to learn to do more too. But I thought we'd spend a little bit of time here and pray. There's so much, so much. And let's spend a few minutes and pray for our churches, for our world, for our nation, for the gospel. Will you join me? Will you join me in prayer? Here we go. Father in heaven today, we come to you as the God who answers prayer. We humble ourselves before you and acknowledge that our that, that you're the mighty God and our petitions, Lord, we may not even understand the process or how it works, but we thank you that we have your ear right now. And I want to thank you that you're listening to us. And I want to thank you that as a group of Christians here, we can unite together and lift our petitions up to you. And so we follow this admonition that first of all, we will pray. And we pray, Lord, today for in praise and thanksgiving to you honoring you. We pray, Lord, for our leaders. I pray for the leaders of our churches. I pray, Father, that they'd be men of wisdom, courage, faith, love. I pray they'd be men who have a good understanding of the Word of God, and they teach it with fervency and zeal and and enthusiasm and urgency and accuracy. I pray, Lord, you'd watch over our leaders, protect their families, their, their wife, their children. We pray, Lord, that you would you would uh, give them, uh, give their families peace and and tranquility and and help them, Lord. I know Satan's got a special target on the on the uh, on, on pastors' families and their children. Be with them, I pray. Father, I pray for our churches to be a place of prayer, a house of prayer, a house of praise. I pray our churches would be alive, Lord. I pray that if some stranger comes in off the street, they wouldn't wonder who died but they think someone must be alive in this place and that we know the presence of the living God. Thank you that when we meet together, you promise to be with us. I pray, Lord, I don't ask you to be with us. I pray we would recognize your presence. We'd honor your presence. We would put you first priority. We would not, you would not be the ignored person in our churches, but you would be the exalted and honored one. You'd have your way. I pray, Father, that you'd, you'd, in our churches, that there'd be harmony and love and peace. There's so much effort of the evil one to divide us and conquer us. Help our churches to have unity and go forth in, in your, and to stand, for, stand firm together in the gospel. I pray, Father, today for our nation and our world. I pray for our leadership, Lord. Sometimes, Father, it just seems like they're so inept and they make such big decisions, poor decisions. And Lord, I know that our leaders need to make big decisions that affect us and affect the world. And so we pray that the leaders that we have in our nation and our, our government, our, our uh, states, even the leaders we have in our media, our business world, leaders we have in Hollywood, Lord, Lord, leaders we have in our entertainment, leaders we have in our education, 
We pray for all these people that they would know the fear of God. They would respect the Lord. They respect you, Father. We pray that our leaders would be people who who hunger to know what's really true. Deliver them from just advancing personal agendas and help them to seek to do justice and righteousness as you would say and as you would declare. Father, we pray for this. We pray for the uh, Lord. We pray for the nations of the world. We ask first and foremost the gospel would go forth throughout the world, throughout our nation, our states, and throughout the world. We think, Lord, of whole nations that there's no Christian witness or very little Christian witness. Oh, fathers, even use these media like this right here. Use the internet. Use ways of reaching people who just years ago were unreachable. And we ask, Father, that your gospel go forth more powerfully than any other message over the internet, through missionaries, through churches being planted in these other nations. We pray for this. Father, we pray today particularly for the situation in Israel. We pray that that there would be peace brought there. We pray that justice would prevail. We pray evildoers would be, would be defeated. We pray, Lord, good people would prevail. We pray, Lord, for those people who are being held hostage, that they might find Christ, even if the Lord, we pray for their release, but even if they will not be released, we pray they'd find eternal life and peace with Jesus. We want to pray, Father, for the people of, of Gaza, the people of the West Bank, the Palestinians. We pray, Lord, for the Israelis, the Jews of Israel, and the Arabs of Israel, Lord. We pray for that whole section of the that whole region of the world, Lord. There's such a need for the gospel, and how we pray that you would bring it forth, Lord. Could this be a miracle that comes from these tragedies? Could there be salvations that come forth, Lord? We ask for this. We intercede for these countries, and we pray for these people. I pray today, Lord, for everyone who comes to this live stream, you give peace in their families, give peace in their life, give them peace with God. I pray every every family member would be saved, every uh, spouse, every child, their grandchildren, Lord, that you'd give us a legacy of, of to generations to come of people who love God and uh, our offspring, our seed would be people who love God. We pray for this, Father, in Jesus' name. We pray you'd watch over our children watch over our families, watch over our lives, deliver them and deliver us from temptation. Give us strength whenever we face it. Give us, Lord, should we stumble, might we be quick to claim the blood of Christ and see the forgiveness of God and walk in your ways. Lord, I want to pray today for these things. I pray you would uh, be meeting every need we have spiritually, emotionally, financially, physically. Lord, people today here who have physical ailment and need need healing from you, I ask you to bring it. You're the you're the God who heals, and we ask you to bring that healing into our lives, Lord. I pray for those who have whatever needs that you would give us that. Give us, Lord, in these days, help us, the body of Christ, the people of God, those of us who are part of the pillar and support of the truth, to know the truth, to stand firm in it, to be courageous in it, to proclaim and declare it, We know, Lord, that in a world where truth has been sacrificed for political agendas or for humanistic agendas or or for ungodly agendas, might we be people who stand firm for the truth and speak it in love, speak it courageously, speak it persuasively. Lord, I pray this for every one of us. I pray this for me and my ministry. This week, it will all be at Iowa State University, Lord. I pray for your blessing on this campus. Now we pray for revival in our campuses in America. 
We pray for this, Lord. I think of people who come here from other nations. I think of uh, the message I received this morning from Germany of, of a missionary there, a good, good brother, and they watch every day. And I think of those in India who watch. And I think of those around the world. Lord, bless their efforts. They've gone forth with the gospel. They've moved to other nations for the gospel. Give them blessing, strength, wisdom, and give them fruit, much fruit for your glory, we pray. We ask all these things and we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Hey, I asked this morning in the thumbnail, did you think to pray? Did you remember to pray? Again, I confess, I often forget, but I'm so glad when I'm reminded because that's the key. It really is the key to victory. Our God can do things we can't do. Sometimes the things that bother us, we remind us of the serenity prayer. Lord, give me the serenity, accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference. But you know, in the midst of that, there's a lot of things that are kind of out of our control. They're not out of God's. And if we pray, we can move the hand that moves the world. That's our God. So glad to have you along with us today. If this is your first time with us, a special welcome. I hope you will subscribe to the channel, like the video on your way out, share with your friends. If you're here regularly, well, you share with your friends too. Even today at church, you can tell them about uh, this video. And you like the video as well. It helps our place in, in the algorithm and helps others view the video as well. Um, I'm, if those of you are here regularly, you know I love you. I'm so grateful for the opportunity you give me to have input and to encourage you and inspire you. I hope it's a blessing to you and it makes a difference in your day. God bless you. We'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow because we're every day, 8.30 a.m. live, Eastern Time. I'll be coming to you from Ames tomorrow, 8, at 7.30 their time. But um, we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow or if you listen later in the day or even on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform, just search for Tom the Preacher. God bless you. You have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.